Hey guys, welcome to Reality Witch, a podcast where I, Jesse Nails, talk all things reality, witchy, and weird. Each week, I talk about pop culture news, our favorite shows, and of course, some witchy shit. Get ready for some laughs, hot takes, and horoscopes, and join this pop culture coven. Hello, witches. How are we doing? I'm doing fantastic, and I'm really excited for our show today. I have a very special guest. His name is Terrence. Um, You can see him on Instagram by the account Chronicles of Bravo and on TikTok, Bravo Chronicles. Now, he used to have a TikTok account also called Chronicles of Bravo. Um, But unfortunately, after having a ton of followers, had some, you know, housewives and Bravo lebs follow him, TikTok decided to ban his account. He's still working on getting it back. Um, but he has a, he has a theory on who potentially might have gotten their minions to report his TikTok account. So you should definitely tune in and listen to who that is. Um, but no, he is so amazing. I loved talking to him. You got you bitches know your girl gets a little anxious when talking to anybody. It's really why I just talk to myself for hours. Um, once it gets started, I'm always fine, but it's a daunting, it's a daunting task ahead. But he made everything so easy. He is so good at talking about this stuff. Uh, we pretty much talked about all things Bravo for the most part. And if you think you know a lot about Housewives and Bravo history, uh, you clearly haven't listened to Terrence yet because he knows it all. But it was really fun. Please, please, please go follow him on his socials. I'll leave them in the description of the podcast episode. Um, I'm definitely want to have him back on at a later date. Like I said, it was just really fun talking to him. Um, and it's a nice hefty episode so without further ado let's hop in all right everybody we have a very special guest today you won't have to listen to me talk by myself for three hours like usual we have terrence who and you might know him from chronicles of bravo hi terrence hello hi jesse thank you so much for having me of course we're excited um one of the one of the things I usually like to do when I have guests on is like they could introduce themselves and like their accounts. And this is a sure. good, this is a good intro because you have your Chronicles of Bravo Instagram and then also a TikTok, but run, run me through some of the drama with your <laughs> socials. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, I mean, a few months ago, I already had like a, a, a cease and desist threaten from a housewife from the Real Housewives of Vancouver, Jodie Clammon. Oh my gosh. Um, so that was like- <laughs> That was like my first taster of like a war with a housewife. Um, And then in May of last year, I just on a whim created a TikTok account to talk about the real housewives, the deep rooted passion. And before I knew knew it, I was just deep into it. There were all of, there was this community that was suddenly there and I was loving it. And that was the handle Chronicles of Bravo um, up until, was it? Yes, I think it was the second last week of December where... I just opened the app and there was a notification saying you have been banned no warning no nothing it's incredibly frustrating um I still have the same page over on Instagram Chronicles of Bravo and I've recently started a new TikTok page called Bravo Chronicles um now Jesse I blame Jen Shah and I blame her (laughs) minions and let me tell you why is I had just done a video on basically all of the counterfeit goods that were found in her apartment by the FBI yes um and basically 
about like how Coach Shaw is not innocent in this and why is he not being treated like Erica, all of the things. And yeah, I think that was mass reported by Jen yeah. Shaw's people. And suddenly I was banned. I've spoken to two TikTokers who were shadow banned. Um, their videos of Jen Shaw were taken down as well. Uh, so I, I don't know where it comes from. I'm just really infuriated. And TikTok seems to be run by a bunch of bots, annoyingly. So <laughs> yeah. I can't speak to anyone. Uh, and it's just really frustrating. I feel shameful that my account is gone, but I am starting afresh and posting all the old content on Bravo Chronicles. Yeah, we, for one thing, everyone go follow on Bravo Chronicles, but that is so annoying. Like, I love TikTok for so many reasons. And then, but I also hate it. Like, there's literally like white supremacists on the app that can just keep posting shit. And then you get yeah. banned for talking about Jen Shaw. Yeah. Oh my God. No, Jesse. So me and my aunt, uh, maybe three months ago, we found this page that appeared like it was like advertising children in a way that you could like yeah. adopt them through TikTok and pay money. And I was like, okay, we need to report this. Got a notification a week later saying we didn't find anything wrong with this account. And it is still there. And it's like my video on Jen Shah is like the, the, the my demise, you know? <laughs> it's so weird and really frustrating. Um, I don't know if there's a, because the guys the reason we're talking about this is because his tiktok account was like you guys you had a lot of followers right and you had like some housewives wow. following you so it's like you want that account back and i Absolutely. yeah i had i mean this is I, i'm sure you've stalked them but like i needed to just like verify my age um with them and i had to email them i emailed them i'm telling you like 20 times and then finally they were like got back to me so it's like, maybe yeah. if you just keep harassing them, they'll put it back uh, Oh, let me tell you, Jesse, <laughs> I have basically, I have gone as far as to change the Eminem Stan song, the lyrics of that song to be in line with the TikTok email complaint, which I even put on Twitter. And they have still not responded. I even called them dumb on an email yesterday just to see if something would happen. And they just respond, if you feel like you've been unfairly bad, you do X, Y, and Z. But you know, Jesse, like, I think the, I think the sad thing is, yes, I, I built up a, a, a real community of people that I miss, like usernames mm -hmm. that I I can't remember, but I when I saw yeah. their name or they came live, I would remember them. And you know, Mary from Wisconsin or you know Sheila from Dallas, like these were people that I'd really connected with over the last few months, and suddenly they're gone, and now I have to rely on the algorithm pushing my new content for them to find me again. Um, and yeah, I was close to seventy thousand followers. I mean, I know compared to other accounts, it's not massive. But for me, I was very proud of that account. Yeah. I had Bethany, Lisa Barlow. I had Stephanie Holman. I had some of the great housewives following me. Um, so yeah, I feel very sad that it's just gone. Oh my God, I'm sad for you. That's really depressing. Thank and you. yeah, like yeah. said, TikTok, it's <laughs> such a love-hate relationship. Um, but let's talk about the content you put on those accounts because it's really mm -hmm. like a lot of people talk about housewives and Bravo, like, like, and it's like everyone has a different take. So to me, it's always interesting. But I do like like your videos. You do like basically these little deep dives on like a certain topic. So whether it's like, yeah, like the house husbands, the kids, like just random stuff. So what kind of like prompted you to do that? So I've always been research driven, no matter what I'm watching, if I'm watching a housewife's show, and there's a housewife that interests me, I'll Google her background. If there's a vow renewal episode, I just organically want to know how many vow renewal episodes have they been in the franchise and which of those couples are still together. Yeah. So I've always had like this natural inclination to do research. And I think the first video on housewives that I put on TikTok was unknown facts about the real housewives franchise. And that just like people loved it. They mm -hmm. ate it up because it was 
things that no one spoke about. It wasn't on any of the other accounts. The accounts at the time for Housewives content was mostly like gossip and real time driven. Mm -hmm. um, so not really like cool things like, you know, how many, which of the housewives have competed on Dancing on Stars? Which of the housewives have ever released songs? Models before they were housewives, actresses before they were housewives, professions of the housewives before they joined the show. So I have done <laughs> almost everything, but I think my favorite part of it is the three minute deep dives that I do on their background and careers. So I mm -hmm. kind of condense it all into three minutes. Salacious details included, salacious details not included if it's not relevant for the housewife. But yes, I really, I thoroughly enjoy research and, and kind of sharing my housewife knowledge with people who appreciate the yeah. time and energy that I would put into, into creating and research that content. Um, so, so yeah, it, it, it's been a lot of work, Jesse. I won't lie. Some of the videos do take hours to make mm -hmm. because I'm, I'm, screenshots you know captions on TikTok it takes time yeah uh, so it's it's not very very quick uh, but thank god I backed up all of my content I had everything oh, posted good. on Instagram and YouTube as well so now I'm trying to kind of take that content and repost it on this page just so that all my content is still there mm -hmm. uh, but yes that's, that's essentially what I do is I do all these random 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 topics like the <laughs> today I posted a video the, the uh, inanimate objects of the Real Housewives franchise and you know that's everything from the fish in the fish room the white refrigerator you know candace's tissues it's all of those things <laughs> yeah. I, I literally just watched that one and i realized like now that i'm in my 30s how much i would love a sonia morgan toaster oven like when we watched oh. that we were like haha this is funny but now i'm like I bet you that toaster oven would have yes. been really nice. <laughs> Absolutely. I completely agree. And Sonia really missed a trick. Like if she had collaborated with the brand a couple of years ago, like she would have sellouts. That toaster oven would still be coming. I know. I agree. I love Sonia Morgan. Yeah. I just feel like she's always been surrounded by really bad business advisors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone's definitely not helping her the way she needs them to help her. Um but she's great. She's great TV. I'm interested. Her and Luann are coming out with that show still, right? Have you heard of that so one? I am. Yes, I'm very excited. I think we had like, well, there was that like teaser clip at BravoCon, which was okay. just like someone's phone from afar. I mean, anything with Sonia and Luann together is going to be a laugh. It's going to be a good show. Yeah. I mean, I am thoroughly looking forward to them going to middle America. Like, I cannot wait for this show to come out. Yeah, it's going to be great. Like Luann's going to just be like super pretentious, but like amazing. And then Sonia's just going to be like yeah. Sonia, like bopping around. Drunk. <laughs> yeah, drunk. Um, yeah. yeah I, I, I mean... In my eyes, Sonia is in my, she's definitely in my top like six, seven housewives. She is way up there. I very much appreciate everything she's brought to the franchise. Yeah. Um, sad she's not, you know, I, I am sad, Jesse, that Roni is, is gone as we know it. It's going to be newbies coming along, you know. I'm excited. I'm open to meeting a new cast. Like I, you know, I mm -hmm. think <laughs> yeah. Roni was so good. We, ha we had so many great years with those women um, that I can't imagine real real housewives of new york without them i know i agree it's like it's tough because i'm i'm also on the side of like we have to start integrating like they they just should start integrating i guess maybe like younger and i'm not trying to like age shame here but like younger housewives with them because then they just randomly tried um oh my god what was her name the blonde yeah Leah. Leah, yes like yeah, exactly. leah just thrown in with all the women that have been there forever it just like didn't work yeah. But I think you it know, could I must have, just jump in. Like, I, I have to just jump in, Jesse, and say that you 
You did not remember Leah, and that is not good behavior. Because yeah, Leah is an iconic housewife. <laughs> you were like that blonde. Like <laughs> this is Leah. I love <laughs> There's a vibrator Leah. in the kitchen. Like yeah, yeah. Leah for me was I, that that her first season. And granted, like you know, when a housewife tries to get sober, sober, it's always difficult. You know, it's yeah, like Dorinda stop drinking on the show because it's like Dorinda. I know you was drunk. I don't really want you to be sober. I know. Um, so yeah, I know Leah's, Leah's second season was rough, but her first season, my God, I one of my favorite Roni Roni seasons. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Well, I also should warn you that for some reason, whenever I sit down even I'm by myself I just my brain completely stops working you should hear my episodes I'm like what's that word I'm looking for and it's like the most simple word of all time I'm like like something stops I've, working I've, <laughs> yes I've listened to one of your episodes when you were really sick and you I think you had filmed the next day oh, yeah. and I was just lolling and how you were having this conversation with yourself like yeah. about how you were in and out of the conversation and yeah loved it yeah no I, that's the thing like I love Leah too like I thought she was hysterical and like she fit the vibe of of New York of like let's fight but then oh we'll be over it in five minutes like she fit it's just like the, it's I guess like the right. other ladies didn't vibe so I don't know I am really sad the OG cast is gone but hopefully we can get and like something like else out of it it sounds like a lot of the women are being apprehensive about joining Legacy and like mm-hmm. oh I- I hear surprise they've they've got one signing and I'm like one you know this is Legacy we we need like five or six of the women you know they need to all be there. Yeah. And it's like, it's basically the same thing. I don't know why they're being so like, like Ramona, like refuses to do it. It's just like, they're just trying to find a way to transition, but like, they know people love that cast. And I just, yeah, I don't know why they're not into it. I must say, I I have not had Ramona closure. If I had known (laughs) that was Ramona's last season, I would have spent real time, like invested in watching her that season. And now it's just gone, you know? And like, yeah. I, I'm not happy because it's like Ramona, you can't just walk away from a franchise. <laughs> like mm-hmm. we we made you. <laughs> you I owe know. us. <laughs> I know. Seriously. She is like the best sound bites. Like, like I feel like I quote her and like the women from Jersey just constantly. <laughs> <laughs> I am a serial housewives quoter to the point where my work colleagues are just like, stop it. <laughs> yeah. I know. Sometimes you luckily know. I have a friend out here. She like just moved here. I'm I'm originally from Pennsylvania, but I live in Denver now <clears throat> in Colorado. Okay. Okay. And so like my friends when I grew up, <clears throat> we were all very much into reality TV, like loved all the same stuff. And like I moved here like kind of as an adult. And I'm like, I feel like no one really watches this except me. And then I had a friend move yeah. here. And so now it's gotten even worse. We at least have someone speaking my language. <laughs> I mean, for many years, I think like watching reality TV or embracing it was like really frowned upon or like mm-hmm. admitting that you were like a reality TV fan and watching it. I have no shame in my game anymore, Jesse. Like I'm a housewife <laughs> whore. I absolutely love that damn show. Like I, I I, watch all of the franchises, the international ones. If it's in mm-hmm. English, I'm going to watch it. Like Africa has released some great franchises over the last few years. Um, so yeah, the Australian ones, UK ones, US, all of them, I am watching them. Yeah, I need to dive into the different ones. I did. I have Peacock and I noticed on Peacock how they have ones that like I've never heard before. And I'm like, oh, I have to watch that. I watched Melbourne, Melbourne. Do they have new seasons now? Because I watched it back in the day. They, 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 they've had five seasons. Season okay. five, I mean, came with a whole bunch of newbies that weren't great at all. So it was a yeah. bit of a dud. Um, the, it could only do well if the, the two original OGs came back alongside the three OGs that were there in season five. Okay. But I thought Melbourne's one to four in the top 
three or four franchises across all of them the same okay, as yeah. Sydney one I mean I know Sydney didn't get a second second season because the ladies were just so awful to one another <laughs> but it is an incredible incredible season Sydney Housewives like, I'll have to watch that go- one yeah. The same as Cape Town. So Cape Town, that's my home city. So I was yeah. so happy to get like a home city <laughs> franchise of, of yeah. Real Housewives. That just the reunion finished, um, I think about three or four weeks ago. Um, and I think season one is on Peacock or Hey You. But that's like incredible at the reunion. It comes out that one of the housewives, her daughter was having an affair with her stepfather. It oh all my just, God. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah. It's hardcore. So yeah. I definitely recommend Cape Town. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm going to have to find these and watch it because if you like my new shtick now is that like I'm getting a little disappointed and just in like bravo like as a network I'm like I feel like they could do better I don't know what they're doing like I just I'm excited for February I'm excited for Jersey to come back because for me personally Jersey is my favorite and I feel like typically they are ridiculous and it at least makes me laugh Potomac's good Miami's good but Miami is not on bravo over here it's just on the app so I don't know. They need um, to like figure like they're not like uh, airing it, a lot of like their good stuff. No, that's ridiculous. I know they have just started airing Durban at least on a Friday night. The Real Housewives of Durban in South Africa on a Friday night, which is okay. great. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, so to be like inclusive of all of all of the franchises, but yeah. you know the, the the where I have an issue with Bravo right now is down to their editors and their production. Is right. they are not fulfilling their job description specs like we are not yeah. getting it all like it happened in Beverly Hills we were teased with all of the stuff that just we never got anything from it at the end of yeah. the season now I feel like we were getting it with Heather's Dan I again this uh, I mean yeah Salt City has been a, just just the disaster this season I mean what was it it you know I mean Meredith who she barely had any season any scene. <laughs> she was awful I every week awful. I was like what why is she how is she getting paid like yeah, she's no, not doing no, anything yeah. Yeah, like I think the friends of had more airtime than Meredith. I mean, Lisa Barlow, absolutely a star in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Like she had so mm-hmm. many scenes that were just incredible. And if it was not for Barlow this season, it, it would have been even worse than it was. Right. I totally agree with you. It is It is the producers. It's like the editors. Like you can't give us these trailers that are amazing and get us excited. Like obviously I know that's what a trailer's for, but then the season's nothing or you don't even show in the trailer or like uh, it's just I don't know what they're doing no, it's goddamn awful. It is really frustrating, especially the eye. Like, <clears throat> Jesse, this has pissed me off to no end. Like, <laughs> yeah, the I, you know, I don't know if Jen Sharp punched her. I don't know if Heather got bad Botox at her own clinic. I don't know if she fell over and hit her, her eye on a plant. You know, I just, I don't know. And the fact that she said something, I think a, a week or so ago, where, oh, you'll have to buy my book to find out. Like, that was yeah, my that's last so, one. That was, I was really like, annoying. I am. Um, I am done. Like I was a proper Heather fan seasons one and two, but now I'm like, I, Jesse, I will support a housewife to the ends of the earth. The amount of flack that I got for supporting Lisa Renner and Brandy Glanville for so many years, like (laughs) I took it, but no, Heather Gay, I'm ready to walk away. Like, uh uh-uh. Right. I agree. Yeah. Well, I do want to hop into, that's a good segue to Salt Lake City, but since you just mentioned it, um, for one thing, I actually do like Brandy too. I think they should bring Brandy back. She's one of those housewives that like, when you look back at her scenes, you're like, she wasn't that bad. She was kind of funny. Like we just all gave her (laughs) shit for no reason. And now she's even more funny. Like I do like her. (laughs) So, so listen, I, unfortunately, because she has been confirmed for Ultimate Girls Trip season four, which starts filming like now, Mm, February, 
she won't be back for the next season of Beverly Hills because they'll start filming at the same time. Like Beverly right. Hills is starting to film at the end of January. So I don't know how she would be able to go from Ultimate Girls Trip to Beverly Hills mm-hmm. or start Beverly Hills go on an ultimate girls trip uh, but I've just finished watching Brandy and the Traces US I don't know if you've if you've watched that I have, so I started the oh first God. episode but I need to I need to I'm gonna watch it I just haven't yet and it's it's the kind of show that you have to once you're in it you're in it you're yeah. there for the absolute long haul you're just that like thing has to connect on like how it all works who's who who's the traders who's not but yeah uh Brandy Kate Chastain no I love Kate eyes. Chastain so much she's so love funny <laughs> hilarious yeah one of the best confessionals on bravo out of all of them yes she is i love kate i'm glad she's back because i really missed her on tv um but then you're one of the questions i had up here in the beginning we're not really a question but you do love rinna is she would you say she's like your all-time favorite housewife or just like one of your favorites she's in my she's she's my my so hard. I mean, it depends what day you catch me on, or it depends if the franchise is airing at the time. But Rena, I can say, is absolutely in my top five favorite housewives across yeah. every single franchise that I've ever watched out there. In Beverly Hills, my favorite, absolutely. I think I got a lot of stick when I did the video on my favorite housewives in Beverly Hills, and she was my number one. <laughs> yeah. uh, there are Reddit supporters out there. Thank God I wasn't alone. But yeah. I remember Lisa. I, I, I mean, I never watched Days of Our Lives, but I watched Melrose Place. So I remember okay. her from like back in the day as a teenager with my mom watching Melrose Place. Like I know Lisa Renner. She has hustled her entire mm-hmm. career, and I think a hustler can recognize a hustler. Mm-hmm. And I just have an appreciation for Lisa Renner as television gold i can fully admit that her last season was not great she would mm-hmm. probably admit that yeah uh you know there were some scenes that i was just like okay Rena, uh, you're pushing it too far i can't support that you know yeah. <laughs> i can't like go on tiktok and defend that behavior yeah um but i think she, she needed a redemption season i don't like that this is her this is her exit i don't like that this is what she'll be remembered by but the fan base and being hated so much mm-hmm yeah, I agree. I so I'm not like I did love Lisa Rinna. And then the last few seasons, like you just mentioned, I was just kind of like over it. But I think it's also just because I'm really over like the Fox Force Five. Like when they like no, it, Yeah, like when they admitted, yeah. like I think it was like at a reunion, like a few seasons ago, they basically admitted that the they all have the each other's like secrets and they have a pact mm-hmm. of like what not to bring up. And like up. I'm sure a lot of franchises have that but I feel like for them it just goes like too deep and then when new people come in they don't talk about themselves they then just like harass the new person and then the new person leaves I'm like this franchise is like never gonna go anywhere like they need to like break it up and like they need to cut it off its head which is Kyle Richards they need to get rid of Kyle Richards like, I, I, I think of, it's, yeah. it's Kyle's time to, you know, I do, I can appreciate Kyle. She's been around for a long time. Like her early seasons with Kim, the organic drama was just so incredible. I yeah. think that's what I miss about Beverly Hills is the organic early season drama. Yeah. That's like gone from the franchise mm-hmm. now. It is not. Like I still have an interest in Erica. I want to know her story. Garcelle. I think I go back and forth on Garcelle. Moments I like her, and then I'm just like, she feels too packaged. She's putting out a very specific image of how she wants to be perceived. She wants mm-hmm. those brand deals. She wants those movies. She yeah. wants those castings. So I don't think she's ready, really, really ready to be herself. Um, yeah, I'm very interested to see what they're going to do next season. I hear Ada Williams, Robbie Williams' yeah. wife is joining the show. Yeah, that's true. Uh, from what I remember from X Factor, she was a bit of fun. Like she was mm-hmm. a laugh. Um, a housewife, not sure. I don't know. Who knows where it's going? 
Yeah, it's going to be interesting because it's going to be interesting to see the dynamic between Dorit if she's back, but Erica and Kyle, because like I just feel like the friendships are done. And then, yeah, it will be interesting mm-hmm. to see like the Sutton and Garcelle of it all because it's like if you're not a Rina fan, like the viewers love them because they're like finally like two, like two people going at this group. <laughs> but yeah. if Rina's not there, then like I wonder like how they're going to act. So it's definitely going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I will always watch the franchise. Like, I'm never yeah. going to be like, I'm not watching the franchise because so-and-so is coming back or not coming back. Bitch, <laughs> yeah. I will be there. Like, no, when I, it I, is, yeah. I, yeah. I bitch about all these people, but I, I'm watching every single episode. Exactly. I'm, and if you couldn't tell by my note here, I'm a Teresa fan. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm obsessed I, with Teresa Judas. I I love this because we can have a proper conversation about the reasons why we like and dislike Teresa. Now yeah. I can, Jesse, I can appreciate Teresa. I was emotionally invested in that woman, like in the jail cells, coming out of jail, mm-hmm. watching her shows, like getting emotional at her hugging her daughters, but. I felt like we got like one or two like new, new Teresa seasons after that. And then it just went back. Like, yeah. I don't know if that's like, because Melissa is still in the show. Um, I feel like arguing with Teresa is just like arguing with a wall that's painted a really dull color. It's <laughs> yeah. just really hard to get anywhere. Like uh-huh. there's definitely hummus there. There's not like, I don't know. I just, I was imagining myself being Marge last year, like trying mm-hmm. to argue with Teresa. Yeah. And like, how do you do it? You can't. It's near impossible. Right. In saying that, I can what you brought to the franchise. But yes, Teresa and your <laughs> love for Teresa. Why? <laughs> so yeah, I for one thing I agree. Like even last season. So last season I was like, I'm a tree hugger, but I just can't. Like she was infuriating. Like because it is worth noting too. I like everyone on jersey like i think they're all great so it's like just because marge and Teresa don't like i love marge i actually think jennifer is hysterical like i do like all of them yeah i think she's great um but but Teresa last season was a lot but i don't know i guess because like for me the jersey one's like so nostalgic anyway and i just think Teresa is always so funny and like I, I don't know like her like she's another one like i'm constantly seeing clips of old jersey tiktoks and like I just love her and I think she's funny and like now it's all coming out that like the stuff with Melissa and Joe like she was telling the truth the whole time I'm like god get like redemption at least redemption for her (laughs) (laughs) no listen I completely I I agree with you in some capacity Jesse uh I think Teresa has given so much of her adult life to the Mm -hmm. show her family everything that she went through I think Joe and Melissa I've gone so off them. I can't cannot mm-hmm. tell you. I just have such a disdain towards both of them. Um, and I think that's 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 actually since the season ended last season. It's not even because of watching them. It's just like in the press and how they are on yeah, social media. They're really they're annoying saying. on social media. Yeah. Uh, now I, I'm the same as you. I I I can absolutely love all of the housewives and the Real Housewives of Jersey because it makes the show what it is. But mm-hmm. I can absolutely look at them individually and be like, Teresa, I can't stand you. But can <laughs> yeah. I imagine you, Jersey? Can I imagine New Jersey without Teresa? Absolutely not. Teresa is New Jersey. Yeah. It is. It is the connections that she has. It's who's around her. Jennifer, I think, is my favorite housewife from the Real House size of new jersey she's mm-hmm. so messy she's so funny uh, <laughs> yeah. jackie i'm very 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 sad with jackie's demotion mm-hmm. i love jackie 
I have a real soft spot for Jackie and I'm yeah I, I feel very sad that she's been demoted to friend of this season yeah well and then we're not gonna be able to see her husband who was also hot <laughs> to look at. yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> the house husbands on Jersey are hysterical you gotta love them <laughs> yeah I, I, they're the only house let me tell you Jesse I often will fast forward the housewives husband scenes mm-hmm. like especially something I can't oh. think of anything worse to the husband's talk for five minutes but New Jersey I will absolutely watch the husband scenes because they're just so organically funny and connected and friend it's not forced yeah so we'll see I'm excited for the new season hopefully like I said hopefully Bravo will give us something there um but all right well let's hop into Salt Lake City we were kind of talking about it a little bit um but I guess first things first just to get out of the way it just came out that Jen Shaw's not doing the sit-down interview with Andy. I think a lot of people are actually kind of happy about that. But what are your thoughts on that revelation? So listen, I wanted more. We did mm-hmm. not get anything in Salt Lake City. Even the last few minutes of the last episode, we didn't get anything fruitful. We got no like admission of guilt. We got right. no, I did this, I did that. You know, we maybe got a little bit of talking about Stuart or whatever his name was, um, but that's it. And I wanted more. I wanted her to be questioned. Do I think Andy would have been the right person to do that? Probably not. Um, but I, I wanted to hear more from her. I feel like we're owed that after having to listen to her protest her innocence ridiculously for the last year had people buy her free Jen Shah merch take money from her mother like I needed more and now she's just going to jail Uh uh-uh where's my sit down (laughs) it's weird it's like it's like it's not even like like yeah like we wanted to sit down but also talk about production and editors like they had cameras rolling the the day she pled guilty like, why are you not making her answer you in the interview chair or like talk about it? Like, it's not like they really like they really protected her for some reason. Like Absolutely. even cutting that yeah, scene, completely. the last scene when Dana was screaming at her, they came out to say that it was because they were protecting they, or they thought it was in poor taste. And I'm like, since when is that like a qualification? In poor taste. Like, yeah. but also, have you watched your franchise? Like, yes. it's not in poor taste. Like, have you seen the things that you've aired before? Like, come on. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm very upset with the whole thing. I don't know if there's going to be a real house size of Salt Lake City season 11 by the time she comes out. Um, yeah. I don't know if it will still be going around then. Uh, listen, I feel bad for her kids. I think at the end mm-hmm. of the day, this really sucks for her children. Um, I think this is awful for them, especially what they had to go through when she was arrested um but yeah I, I i i think it's really unfair how she has so much support from the fans she has yeah. a lot of fans out there with what she's done um but erica is yet pulled over the coals i yeah jesse i don't get it yeah it's very annoying in the beginning um, of this season i i always chalked it up to like i think jen's just a little bit more likable but then we found and also like erica had that documentary out right where we saw the victims i think now that we it's too little too late but like I feel like victims are we're finally seeing like videos of like the victims and like I don't know, like single moms and Thank like you. and like older people losing their house and like it was really really sad and I'm shocked that she only got six and a half years I think it's pretty gross oh. and she's still not taking accountability like she talked about the sit down and like I just put down this quote because I think it was from her stupid story she was like I would rather remain silent and wait until I'm able to accurately share my story then continue having complete lies and misrepresentations about me smeared across headlines. I intend to speak and you will hear from me. 
So it's like, she's still like no accountability. She still is claiming she's a character. She's still claiming like Bravo production made her look like, like you did this. Like it's so frustrating. It's even the last sentence. I will share my story and this painful part of my life very soon. Uh Like bitch, your painful (laughs) part of your life, excuse me, like sorry. It's just, I, she is someone who does not know how to read the room. Neither do the people around her. I could let her be able to post that. Like, it's just, I also, same as you, I thought she would get a little bit more. I thought she'd get at least eight or nine, um, you know, good behavior in five. Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, I did think she'd get a lot more. I had read some of the statements before thinking, okay, this is it. She'll, she's going to get a good chunk of time. Um, but no, I, all I heard in her statements were excuses, excuses, excuses. I, I don't believe her story about her mental health. Um, I think she is lying. Like yeah. She lied to her other to her face um do you know there are stories that she like pled guilty just so that uh even if she was innocent she because of the trial she would have got less time i don't believe that i think she is guilty yeah for sure i and like i can't stand that you talk about like the mental health thing and then she always pulls the race card on twitter and stuff and look i'm 9.9 out of 10 times i'm usually with people pulling the race card she weaponizes this stuff because like no one's gonna say anything after that if she calls someone racist or she says she's gonna like off herself you can't argue with her after that no you can't you could even i almost saw on whitney's face that she wanted to to be like uh but but you can't because it's a it's such a uncouth thing to do you know um but yeah jen god something's off with i agree Uh, coach shaw like i'm like this motherfucker knew exactly what she was doing and then his like season one his like demeanor was like sweet and like kind and now i'm like his calm voice and the way he talks is like kind of terrifying like now i'm like terrified of him (laughs) like he knows he's he's a a sports coach they are not sweetness and light you know they are like You will mm-hmm. run around the blocks fifty thousand times, you know. Yeah. Like they, they are hardcore. Um, listen, I, I think he absolutely is involved in some capacity. Mm-hmm. If, if he wasn't involved, he knew about it. He benefited from the crimes. You know where, where is the talk of the investigations into him? There's nothing right. around. It's weird. That. It's very very quiet and you know him trying to do the whole we're we're, you know let's pay our debt let's go pay this fifteen thousand. i didn't buy into it i felt that whole scene to be really inauthentic and just not real i agree and like we can dive into the newbies after this because i actually kind of liked them i thought both the angie's angie harrington and her husband were fucking weird but like it's you know it's it's a kind of good weird it's a good weird that we want to watch <laughs> okay wait, i just have to say something about this yeah i can absolutely so dana there is something about dana that i want to know more i mm-hmm. think anyone who by choice has a streak of gray natural hair is interesting yeah. yes you know, I, I, I like immediately her immediately want to know more there's something there um angie k i I could take and I mm-hmm. can leave. I can mm-hmm. go either or next. Yeah. I wouldn't have her, but I would also be interested in seeing more of her. Angie H, I think, should have been a full-time housewife. Angie mm-hmm. Harrington, I really, in- there's something, you know, when you meet those people in life, Jesse, or you pass them in the street and you feel like they have that, like, energy that you kind of want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel I feel that a little bit with Angie H. Like, I want to know know her in a sense. But her husband, God help me. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's, I, 
<laughs> right. I mean, when he cried at the table, I, I... <laughs> you're right. It's a level of cringe that in two years time we will celebrate as one of the top yes. 10 cringe moments of like history. But yes. in the moment watching it, Jesse, I was like, I can't. This I know. Is so it was awful. so bad. <laughs> He's, oh, he's just, I mean, they're, like I said, they're both weird. He, like, I don't know, like, that I understand the whole Instagram story kind of kept going with Jen, but, like, they really should have dove in more of, like, this husband's a weirdo. Like, he's making fake uh, accounts. Like, he's, like, a shady little 14-year-old. Like, what is he doing? No, let me tell you, <laughs> if he's capable of doing that, right. the producer should have dug way deeper and found yes. something else. Because yeah. there is definitely something in that checkered past. Like, absolutely, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I I can absolutely appreciate it for what it was. It will, in a couple of years, be a great cringe scene. But in the moment, I just wanted yeah. to cry. Yeah. I And I agree. I agree with the Angie K, too. I just liked her, too, because she like got in the mix of it. Um, sometimes I feel like the new housewives just like don't know what to do or like how to act and i feel like she did a pretty good job of just like not being scared of anybody but um yeah no, i think i think i think what you've just mentioned is i think dana was maybe a little bit guilty of that she kind of mm-hmm. didn't know where she stood when she could speak up when she couldn't speak up you know the one thing that i was looking forward to seeing in her was the scene that was cut which is really frustrating yeah like we get, really get to know a housewife in those moments in those really uh authentic argumentative environments we can really get to know them um mm-hmm. and that was just from us uh but angie yeah uh glad she jumped right in uh we needed those newbies in this season otherwise it would be even even worse than even worse than it was yeah (laughs) and we talked about we have we want to talk about too like everyone supporting jen which was so weird and it's like it's one thing you know they do the same thing on beverly hills right they support their friend but for me with salt lake city it's like it's more like the hypocrisy of it all like meredith marks like doesn't let anything fucking go and yet here she is like just still be like being friends with Jen after Jen like was trying to like out her son on Twitter a year ago like all of a sudden that's forgiven it doesn't make any sense to me no it makes no sense to me either but it's also it's there's something about Meredith that's gone awry what's the word is it awry you know season Mm -hmm. one Meredith I was so interested in her I loved her 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 voice her tone tone of voice I thought it Mm -hmm. was such a gravelly interesting woman's voice and I was so interested and fascinated by her and season two came along and it kind of waned and season three came along and it totally went like Meredith was blinking you'll miss it she's absolutely (laughs) fallen into she's she's fallen into the hype of being a housewife without being a housewife anymore like that authentic Meredith season one is completely gone right I agree and like Again, you said you listen to one of my podcasts. I usually just say whatever I want on here, but allegedly, like I totally think that she is like popping some type of pill, and she's like, like I mean, Elisa even said it this past this past season, and I was like, she's so like slow and like yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's, like, 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 she's, she's so she's one of those people that you talk to and. It's 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 almost draining listening to her yes. back because it's so monotone and one level. There's no enunciation in the way that she speaks, so it's all very like yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I yes, I I that alleged thing I completely agree with. Yeah, because I mean, it's not like <laughs> like yes, she's boring. There's really not much going on, so she probably wouldn't be great anyway. But it's more for me, like her demeanor too. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And if I have to see one more scene with Seth, I'm gonna 
kill myself. Like I cannot stand like all of her scenes are just with her husband and he's awful. (laughs) And I'm sorry, like if you are, if you come into a housewife franchise this late, so when there's been so many and you can easily do your homework on like things the fans like, things they don't, all of those things. A bathtub scene in this franchise is a fuck no for me. Get out of the bathtub with your husband, put some clothes on and close the damn door. You know? Right. It's just that scene with her and and him in the bath when he was like, oh, your toes. (laughs) How can your children watch this and be Uh, okay with it? It's awful. And like, it's because I think I also just love Lisa Barlow so much, but I think her scenes with John are funny. Like he's like, they're poking find each other they last five seconds and then it's over like so I must actually tell you, like when I do a Housewives, when I do those three minute deep dives, background and career moves of the real Housewives, I do a lot of research. Like I find any website I can to get their information, collate it into information. And then I normally send it to the housewife. And I'm like, can you just fact check and tell me if this is oh, too nice. right? Yeah. Um, or if I can't find too much I will DM them and ask them most of the time they won't reply so Lisa was someone I got in touch with to be like I can't find pictures can you send me some pictures like I'm missing like where you went to university I just can't find that anywhere and she replied and she was so helpful Mm -hmm. Um, and then when I video I sent it to her and she was like oh my god I love it can I send you some fresh wolf products so she sent me some some, like yeah (laughs) I was like that's so cool like I actually had like some fresh wolf products in my flat like you know that I didn't order I was you know by a real housewife that's how you know you've made it (laughs) and now it's all gone because they took my account um but anyway what what I what I liked about Lisa she's so responsive to the fans Mm -hmm. and I've seen this from other as well is if you dm her you catch her at the right time she's there she's engaged oh, yeah. she'll respond she'll chat with you and i think that's really nice in a housewife when she doesn't see herself as bigger than the show if you know what i mean mm-hmm. like lisa barlow is still very like i know the fans are what is making this show what's making yeah. me relevant so she engages with the fans you know she's she's accessible i think is what i'm trying to say Right. No. And I've, I've mess. I said the same thing. I've messaged with her too. Like I'll tag her in a story or whatever. And she'll just start talking to me in my DMs. And like, she, I've noticed she's like, she like gets it. Like, she's like, you know, I'm just out here trying to have fun and make a good show. And like, she's, she's just as frustrated as the fans are. And I like when housewife, I like when any Bravo lab does that. Cause I'm like, okay, like you're actually like, I do like, I like you even more now. Lindsay Hubbard does the yeah. same thing. She's DM me back and forth for super sweet. Like, I think that makes a huge difference. Oh, completely. And I said it to Caitlin on the Besties by Borrow podcast is that one thing I love about Lisa is there are so many different facets to her personality. And sometimes they come out at the same time. And it's like, mm-hmm. they're all fighting each other to like, you know, she's like yeah. smiling, but she's angry or she's crying, but she's laughing, you know, There's, yeah. So many different facets to her that I find so, so interesting. She's by far become the star of that franchise. Absolutely. I agree. And I actually really like Salt Lake City. Like this season was pretty infuriating, but like, I thought it was good. Everyone there is like pretty weird. Like, and and Lisa Barlow is amazing. I mean, Jesse, season one for me, what I what I loved about season one is, you know, I'm from South Africa. We're like sunshine. I'm from the UK. It's cold or it's snowy in the winter, winter. Mm-hmm. So to see a show that was like, oh, my God, there's so much snow, but it's sunny and they're just wearing like <laughs> yeah. a t-shirt. Like, what is this new franchise? Who are these people who live in Salt Lake City? It sounds so like far away, like, mm-hmm. you know, Mormon, I don't know anything about it. So season one for me was just like, 
fuck, I love that fucking franchise for season one. <laughs> season two came along and we got a fucking arrest on camera, basically. Like yeah. we had the FBI hunting for a housewife. Like <laughs> I don't think anything's going to get better than that episode. Like when we actually saw pe- cops turning out to yeah. look for a housewife. Like, <laughs> and then season three has just been like, huh? Right. It's like, what happened? And oh, yeah, and it's like, we can kind of go into like the Heather's eye of it all. Cause again, a- not to beat a dead horse here, but like production. Um, there's like the rumors that she just ran into something and production was like, kind of, this could all, I don't know if this is actually true, but like the people that I see talk about this, I have like multiple reliable sources. In my mind, this even creates more questions, but the fact that production convinced Heather to make it seem like someone hit her and not just someone, Jen, like, and I don't know if they even realized that's what they were doing. But to me, it offers up even more questions like and I don't like if this is the case, like this entire production team just needs to they need to get new people in there. Absolutely. I I completely agree. I think to control the narrative like that by uh, uh, encouraging a housewife to do something that wouldn't be something that she would normally do takes away the authenticness of the program. Now, Mm -hmm. that could also be. Heather in a really difficult situation, because if production did lead her in this direction, if she wants a job for season four and five, she's not going to now come forward and say, oh, production told me to not tell the truth. She's not going to say that. She's just going to continue keep quiet so it's like putting if that happened it's putting Heather in a really really difficult position where she's now not liked by the fans um but you know I who knows what happened was did she fall over in production hit it from her do production even know what happened I you know I wouldn't know now because I I just feel like so lambasted by Heather I thought she was honest I thought she was relatable Mm -hmm. like Rihanna followed her I hope Rihanna has unfollowed that bitch since this whole thing now uh, because it's just really annoying (laughs) yeah she got really bad this season like I don't like when housewives like just walk away. Like she just wasn't, she was like really hard to watch. So, but I hope it comes back. I hope it comes back better. Yeah. You know, Whitney, I'm a, I'm a small doses Whitney kind of guy. Like I love Whitney. I think she's great for the Mm -hmm. franchise. I think we need, I think we need someone fun and lighthearted like Whitney. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I knew Whitney in real life, I'd probably hang out with her in very small doses, like very briefly yeah. here and there. You know? Yeah. Not for not a long time, though, good time girl, as Heather would say. Um, and I miss the relationship between Whitney and Heather. And you mm-hmm. could see there were so many times that Whitney was really trying to get yeah. Heather to be like, see me here. Like, this is what I'm saying and this is what I need. And Heather was just not having any of it, you know. And that's yeah. what's... When I, and that's the, I think the problem with Salt Lake right now is none of them seem to want to have organic relationships with each other or form alliances or mm-hmm. want to heal. Like, I don't think Mer- Meredith will ever get over the Lisa hot mic moment, no. which will go down in history as one of the best moments in the Housewives <laughs> yeah. franchise. Like, that whore fucked off of New York. I, so yeah, good. That's that cemented Lisa for me as like a true star. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I think, um, I do think, like, I do like, like Whitney on TV and I do it is weird again that Heather just couldn't like forgive her but again forgives Jen for like calling her Shrek and shit so I don't know but so like say we think we're all ready for the reunions to come and go so we'll see come and go yeah, yeah. and they better not oh my god Jesse they better not drag this out into a three-parter oh, like, I think it is one. I think I heard it's oh, three <laughs> I could be wrong but I was listening to I listened to Ryan Bailey's podcast and I, he said it was three so unless so if he's right then it's three I don't know Honestly, how it's, it's three but it could have it been a one and done like they right. do not need to make a reunion oh god I know 
All right, well, let's take a little quick break and then we'll hop into some more topics. All right, everyone, we're back. Um, okay, so we just talked about Salt Lake City and a lot of other stuff. Um, let's dive into some more housewives. So Potomac, I love Potomac. I like hysterically- Raven franchise. Oh my Queens. God. Yeah, I hysterically laugh throughout every every episode. And it took people so long to get into this franchise. Mm -hmm. it, you know, this was not, you know, a lot of people have binged in the last year or two. They've kind of caught up on the Potomac franchise. But I've been there since the go when they were still talking about etiquette in season one, like when it was meant to be that kind of show. <laughs> yeah. uh, but these, I mean, especially Karen and Giselle, I think they are driving forces behind this show. They know what needs to get done to create a good show. Yeah. They walk away from, I, like I've listened to podcasts with both of them before and with Carlos King where he talks about them um, and, and the way that Giselle is like a, a kind of a silent producer on the show mm -hmm. because they, they know what the viewers want. That's good TV. Now, yes, Potomac has had some issues this season and I think we can, <laughs> we yeah. can admit that, you know, uh, I, I think Ben and Chris should have gone through what he kind of kind of went through. Um, I think Robin and Giselle have had moments where <laughs> they probably should have just walked away or kept quiet. Mm -hmm. Um but my problem is, Jesse, is that like the fans need to try to stop canceling this show because there was oh, yeah. even a petition going around on Twitter, like to fire Robin and Giselle. Like, it's, really? You know, it's, yeah, stop it now. Yeah. Like, just calm down and take a seat. Like, it's just Real Housewives. It's just a show. By next season, they'll be arguing about something else. Like, let us just yeah. sit back and enjoy the franchise because Potomac is, it's top tier. I agree. The Chris stuff is 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 weird it does seem like they're coming after husbands weird. every season but i just feel like everything else is so strong that i honestly keep forgetting they're doing that because like these women are yeah. like in the best way possible like insane like they fight yeah, they laugh it. they scream like i like that it's kind of like new york right where it's like yeah giselle and karen fight but then they can be friends like candace and absolutely um Candace and Ashley can fight, but then they're in the same room having, yeah, yeah, having fun absolutely. together. And yeah. that's like what makes it good. They are just hysterical. Um, I actually kind of like Mia. I don't, I've liked her since her first season. She's another one that I'm just like, she's so weird and interesting and she doesn't give a shit what these women think about her, which is good. Yeah. But she's, yeah, she's so wild. I can, I can absolutely appreciate that. I love when a housewife is, is is just blur. She, I mean, what I mean by blur is when she has no filter. She just says blur. Mm -hmm. She just goes. Like, she's just whatever's in my mind. What I'm thinking. This is what's coming out now. Mia's first season probably could have taken her or leaving her for her her second season. But I, I've had moments with with Mia that I have laughed my head off at mm -hmm. her confessionals. Then, yeah. Like when she said, <laughs> when she said that comment about Wendy and Candace being an ape, yeah. like Deborah. Cool. I was like, Fuck me! I I love my fucking and like her devil. face in her confessionals. Was... She's just like making this like face, <laughs> like. <laughs> and it's so funny, and you know, so I can absolutely appreciate that. And now that I've had this kind of side with Mia, where I've been able to kind of laugh at the things that she's saying, or and in some ways support some of the other things that she's done, I feel like I now want her back for another season. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not ready for to not come back to the franchise I think she is doing what's her name her friend Jacqueline I think she's being a bit means Jacqueline I will yeah, say yeah that's but, weird yeah like I I, I have a, I have a best friend that I've known since I mean we were born born a month apart and our mothers were best friends so like I can understand their like long-term history that they have together and I just can't imagine doing a show with Tristan my best friend and like dragging her through <laughs> yeah. the mud like 
can't I just can't imagine like putting her in that position and Jacqueline just looked really sad and hurt mm-hmm. yeah like she makes it seem like she literally just takes care of Jacqueline like pays for all of her shit like she's just kind of like there and then yeah, yeah. that it is an interesting dynamic to just kind of like bring her on the show and then seemingly like just kind of treat her like not like your best friend yeah (laughs) Yeah. yeah, absolutely yeah Uh, i I mean i must say i have to admit this with uh, potomac like sharice i can't cope with like i find her so frustrating i don't don't know what's going on there like she's just keeps showing up like yeah i think she's been brought on basically to get a reaction out of karen i think that's Uh basically her only her only reasoning for being on the show from the producers was to re- get Karen to react in some way, which I think we're now kind of starting to see. Yeah. We're starting to see that out. Um, but yeah, I she's been absolutely pointless. Like mm-hmm. there's there's no reason for Therese to be on that show. The the organic drama between the the other ladies is enough. She's not really needed. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, she, you know, she's like do you know who I miss? Who you know who I miss from Potomac is Katie Rust. Katie Ross oh, yeah. was just one of my, oh, I loved her so much. I felt like she was a housewife viewer. Like she mm-hmm. asked the question that we wanted to know. Like one of the best quotes of all time. Like, I'm sorry I said that you were dumb. Maybe I meant that you were stupid. Like one of the <laughs> best quotes ever that she said to Ashley. Like I just loved her so much. I know she's now just, re- she's recently like le- left rehab. She's interviewing for new jobs. Mm-hmm. So she's in like a really good space in her life right now. Cause I know she wasn't really when she was on the show previously, but yes, I do miss Katie. I would love to see a Katie return. Yeah. Yeah. Potomac, Potomac is really good. I almost feel like it could be like, I feel like when seasons go a while, like, obviously Mia's new, but, like, having the same core group, I think, shows, like, it is a good franchise, and they all, like, vibe together really well, and we're all, I mean, we're pretty far into the season, and Candace hasn't pissed me off yet, so that's, it. Candace, every season starts out, like, so funny, so good, I'm like, she's cracking me up, every time she says, with your big-ass forehead, like, I just, it's like the joke forehead, she says yeah. every other episode, it makes me laugh every time, so she's funny this season, so. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I had some. Uh, so I, I wasn't a Candace fan in the beginning. I found mm-hmm. her to be really yes, annoying. Yeah. I mm-hmm. hated, I couldn't stand the, the fucking tissue fold every time she cried. But now I am a tissue fold fan. Like yeah. I am enjoying Candace so much. I think the change happened between last season and the start of the season. Like I saw mm-hmm. a different side to her media she just seemed to be like really opening up to things that she had done in the past or like tweets that she had sent previously like many many years ago and it was just like a different side to canvas and then when the season started I just like that organic likeness for her just mm-hmm. grew and now yeah, I am a Candace fan yeah when she's not being a complete like asshole she's hysterical like she could be like a favorite if she just kind of kept it going like this and didn't lose her shit all the time <laughs> Yeah, she loses her shit. And I I want that I have such a craving for like Ashley and Candace to just become I like know. really good. They're friends. fun when they're together. So fun. But yeah. I, uh, but you know, Ashley, Ashley ruined a little bit this season with her bringing her friend into play. You know, Deborah did not need to come on the scene. Oh my God. Poor, like honestly, Deborah's <laughs> all the memes, everyone calling her a Muppet. Oh like, do you but, follow that yeah. account, Drunk Drawn? Like they draw like the housewives drunk drawn. Oh no, but I've seen it before. I've seen yeah. I've seen the account before. Oh my god, they cracked me up, and their drawing of her uh, was hysterical with the eyebrows and everything. Well, 
what gets me is so I went onto her Instagram page just because I wanted to like I wanted to see how she perceived herself and how she put herself out there. Um, and I mean, it's basically like love and light, but what got <laughs> me the most was that she had Real Housewives of Potomac in her Instagram bio. No. And I wanted to be like, hey, bitch, you've had two episodes. Yeah, and she had the flower, like the cherry blossom. And oh I just wanted to be God. like, uh, you were in there for like a blink and you'll miss it. Like, and not for very long and not for good reasons. Like, and I'm not viewers sure are like, good. get off of my TV. Like, <laughs> you should not yeah. be promoting that. I do love how all these women were like, yeah, Chris asked, was flirting with me, asked my name. And then producers were like, Chris, not looking at. uh, (laughs) Actually, can we, I quickly want to talk about this because I have such a love for the producers of Potomac. Like Mm -hmm. they are so good with the way they do their accent, catch people out. The only thing that I do not like about Potomac editing right now is the cutaways that we have between scenes. It'll be like a muddy floor with a flower that's dying, you know, <laughs> or it will be like like a nice sunset turned to thunder, you know? Yeah, like I like... just there's little yeah, there's little cutaways they've never done before, which they're putting between scenes now. And I'm just like, what <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it. when they were like on vacation or on their one trip, it was like it was like hurricane storms in between like each scene it was like (laughs) like when i'm like what's happening (laughs) and actually one thing i would like to mention because who knows if a producer of the bravo housewives listens to this episode one day but can Uh you please stop bravo as a network can you please stop coming up scenes i hate them the fact that i'm 10 minutes into an episode and you're showing me you're wasting 15 seconds Mm -hmm. on telling me coming up like yeah we we could have a whole nother minute of this episode if you weren't showing coming up (laughs) scenes or or flashbacks to something we fucking saw five minutes ago like you know i the flashback scenes from like last episode i'm just Uh like it's a lot it's a lot of like filler yeah it's like come on just don't cut the commercials and just show me what's coming up next (laughs) yeah and then what are your thoughts on wendy she's also one that people either like love or hate i i'm a fence sitter with wendy and i'm very rarely a fence sitter Mm -hmm. on a housewife i am in or i am out but wendy i could be both i i find some of her moments to be so fucking annoying yeah me too challenging to other housewives or doesn't listen to them mm-hmm. um I, I her hot mic moment was incredible I think her scene with Mia she absolutely got the wrong end of the stick there like people should have stood up for her in that scene in mm-hmm. that moment I think maybe that's where that's probably where my compassion for Wendy has that's probably why I'm fencing at the moment on Wendy is because of that episode and the fallout from that mm-hmm. um and just how she basically got no support from really any of them even though she was the one who had all of these things thrown at her and yes antagonized Mia to the point of like no return mm-hmm. um but yeah Wendy again like next season if she's not there eh. if she's there yeah yeah I'm the same way it's like she I think her first season I really liked her and then she really yeah just started to annoy me a lot like she does just non-stop talk she talks over people was it last season or the season before where it's just like I'm a professor I'm a professor I'm a professor like it's like constant and yeah like I'm I'm in the minority here of like I know you shouldn't throw things or push people but like I just put myself in that position I'm like if she just wouldn't shut the fuck up and kept oh, talking I would have talking, thrown something at yeah, her. Like, absolutely I, like I can't yeah. really blame like me as nuts too but like 
I know I would lose my shit. I'm just like kind of Candace is guilty of this when people are like, they're just words. If you can't use your words, I'm like, words can be really hurtful. Like, and that, triggering. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's like, so right. yeah, if some someone, people react. If someone was constantly shouting at me at a table mm -hmm. and like saying the same thing over and over again, and I was trying to get away and they were still yeah. doing it, not I, shutting whatever up. is in my hand. If something's in my hand, I cannot promise you that it's not yeah. going to be against your head, you know? Like, right. <laughs> and a lot of us come with deep-rooted anger issues because we live in this day and age. We live in a world mm -hmm. that we live in now. So we have a lot of suppressed anger. So all mm -hmm. we need is that moment to be triggered. Oh, sorry about that reminder. All we need okay. is that moment to be triggered and, you know, boom. Like yeah. for me, it can be... It can be Sheila bumping into my trolley in the supermarket, you know, that's going to set me off and I'm going to throw <laughs> yeah. a can of sauce at her, you know? It's, we all need that, like, one moment where we're just going to, like, enough is yeah. enough and we're going to, you know. Right, right. No, I, I totally, I totally get that. But, yeah, Potomac's really good this season. I think it's hysterical. Got I don't it. know why people want to cancel it, so that needs to stop. Um, stop, yes. Stop the petition to get Robin and Giselle off the show. Stop yeah, it. that's ridiculous. Like, I know, I mean, Robin doesn't do a ton, but definitely not Giselle. And, like, she's just part of, like, yeah. I don't know. She's fine. She, so, 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 listen, I think every franchise needs a Robin. Every, mm -hmm. Okay, Robin has been different this season to previous seasons, but everyone needs a Robin, a centered focused a humble woman that can kind of bring everyone together see yeah. through all that and just be like there you know she doesn't even need like a storyline she's just yeah. Robin she's there you know that's true I, yeah I think, I think this this fucking one wedding storyline is a crock of shit I don't think they are married <laughs> I saw the pictures on her Instagram page months ago where she went to that wedding of her brothers or whoever it was and she did not get married there so she's still not fucking married yeah. so it's like I am if you come back next season, Robin, I don't want to hear another fucking word about your wedding. No. Wait, but she also might come back. I forgot to look into this. I keep forgetting about this headline about Juan being like part of like a grooming scandal at Yes. Oh my god. Okay, I've done the exact same thing. I've How have seen... I forgot? I keep forgetting to look this yes. up. I keep doing the exact same thing. I see it and I'm like, I must go into it and talk about mm -hmm. it. You know, I must do something on it. Um, but yeah, I I haven't dug into that story. It's so weird. I've just like, I've seen it and I've, yeah. I've been like, I can't go back and read it, you know, and I just never have. Yeah, we need to do that. But maybe that'll be, I'm sure they won't be able to talk about it a lot, but that's, but that's listen, a storyline. <laughs> Don't you remember that like hot mic moment? I think it was from season four, season five, when one was talking to the producers and he was like, I don't want this. I don't want to be with her. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, mm -hmm. I still have a hard time when I hear that clip or remember it, that Robin is still with this man. Like, yeah. You know, I don't feel the, it feels like you're together out of convenience mm -hmm. rather than love. You know, I feel like Robin yeah. could be in love. You know, she could be properly in love. And I, I think she's just used to one. And I think they're just going to stay like that forever. I know. They're I agree. Gonna... Like they shouldn't be. Unmarried, married they are. Are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, perfect. Well, let's move on to Miami. Um oh my god. Miami's so fun things, yeah, just so good. Those women are hysterical as well. Like just laugh the whole time. 
individually yeah. they are great to watch together they are great to watch yeah. like adriana and marisol like the fact they're not full-time i think they should be full-time but i love that they're friends of and filming and everything i just yeah i love all of them yes some of them are annoying <laughs> yeah. alexia's season has been slightly frustrating i've been a long time alexia fan but this mm -hmm. season she's had moments where like Alexia can you just stop now <laughs> yeah you know like I really understood where Nicole was coming from in episode 10 in the latest episode that came out I don't know have you watched it yet it just came out I think it was yesterday or the day before I think 10. I did I don't know if I, I think I did when she was talking to uh Larsa or at, for, at Nicole's uh, Nicole's engagement party now I might not have finished it actually but go ahead what oh, okay okay um, oh, what was I gonna say? Uh, yeah, when so when Nicole was like telling Alexia, like this woman, Larsa, is spreading lies, saying that I've slept with, yeah. and Alexia was just like, oh, it's fine, like move on. Alexia was just not getting it, um, and I was like, Alexia, no, this is like someone's job. It's spreading right. rumors about the place her place of work which is where they save lives like this isn't a rumor to start you know this isn't something to talk about um but yeah love the franchise I think it's so refreshing mm -hmm. I feel so bad for Lisa how do you I mean how sorry do you feel oh for Lisa? my god he is like he for one thing okay just like some background I watched Miami back in the day I didn't watch yeah. last season I like wanted to I just didn't get to it and then once like this Lenny stuff happened, I was like, you know what? I just got to dive into this like new season. So I didn't watch last season, but the first few episodes of this season, I'm like, he is like, even out of context, he is like the scariest, in my opinion, like oh. person ever. Like the way he talks to her, like the way he looks at her, I'm like, it's coming across like just so like abusive. And when the nat, like even when the nanny, um, like broke her like elbow, like broke something, he was like, he was so weird about that. And I'm like, she's probably in there listening to him be a dick like uh, he scares me even outside of this whole situation and obviously now that's like way worse I completely agree I think from the seasons ago those uh, seasons one two and three I believe it was even from back then uh, I think Lisa's first season was season two he was weird there was something mm -hmm. not great about him I absolutely think that those bruises we saw on Lisa's arm were from Lenny I mm -hmm. think he absolutely abuses her in some capacity can I say that allegedly I don't know I don't know you know ah, Lenny leave me alone okay um but I think he's an absolute <laughs> fucking cretin I think he's disgusting I think the way that he spoke to her and then sent her a message saying get strawberries and bananas or whatever oh it was oh my god awful I think one of my I must tell you one of my favorite moments this season so far Jesse is when Lisa unfortunately was telling the girls what <laughs> yeah. was happening when they were all sitting around the table and then when Lisa says and she's at the house and Alexia is like <laughs> oh she screams it was just I watched that scene 15 20 times like I went back to it so many times because it's one of those real authentic moments in this franchise that we are getting mm -hmm. something real life which mm -hmm. doesn't often happen it's that scene, happening on yeah. camera that scene was fucking hysterical every time I watch like like when that episode came out and like my friends weren't caught up I was like 
you have to watch it. Like they're all, all of them just start screaming. Like they're being stabbed. <laughs> Alexia's like, call 911, call 911. Everyone needs a fucking friend like that. Who's going to call, who's going to call 911 regardless yeah. of what the situation is. And like, you know? that was great. But, yeah. but now every time like Lisa brings up the girlfriend, they all kind of still like, they're not like always screaming, but they're like, oh, I can't believe this. We get someone over there. Get someone over there. We need to call the police. We need to call the police. Like it's so. That. Oh, good. <laughs> and it just felt like the woman really cared in that mm-hmm. moment. It wasn't a show. It was yeah. they were really, they were they were real life, like wanting to make sure their friend was okay. And I just mm-hmm. thought it was such an awful scene. And I loved how you had Julia and Adriana over there. It's like, oh, it looks like they're fighting. And look, what are they doing? And then <laughs> yeah. really when they went over, they were like, oh my god, this is this is quite serious. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we're not going to go over there yet. They're fighting. Let's just eat. And I'm like, yeah. no, get over there. <laughs> go. Yes, go. Um, I must say, like, I I love Adriana. I love mm-hmm. her first seasons on the franchise. Seasons one, two, three. Last season, I thought she was great. This season, I think she's doing great. I just, uh, there's a sadness in Adriana that I see. I don't know if you see it as well, but I I feel like she's sad. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know why. Like her eyes just, she, she, she looks like, I don't know, maybe it was her divorce or I don't know. But I feel like if I was a producer, I absolutely would have given her a full-time position just to make her happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so mean. I, just, I mean, I'm, I'm ridiculous. I just make everyone a full-time housewife because I feel bad for them. Like, I would have 20 housewives in every franchise if right. it up to me. Um, no, now that yeah, you say uh, that, it does seem like, when I'm thinking back to her confessionals, yeah, like, there's not, it does seem like there's, like, a spark missing or something there. Yes, there's, there's, yeah. Yeah. There's a sadness or, or trauma or something that I can't quite put my finger on. Um, but yeah, but can you believe that she is 58? No. Oh my God. I yeah. love looking up some she's of the like the new, housewives because they look so good. She's basically the new Ramona. Oh my God. Wow. She looks great. How, how old's Alexia? Do you know how old she is? I think Alexia is 50. I think she's 54. I might be completely wrong. Um, I'm going to quickly. Google I think she's that. gorgeous um, too. Age. I want to say 54, 55. Close okay. Enough. Yeah, they all look great. Um, yeah, no, they look great. And I love how we just like are accepting that Marisol like is just like an addict of sorts, but they like they put funny music behind it. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's we're we're celebrating alcoholism in yeah. a sense. That is what we're doing. We're glorifying it. Now, is it wrong on Miami? I'm enjoying it. I'm yeah, not complaining I like it. about it. I, I must say the confessional sip out of a straw is overdone. Like we've seen it enough now. Like the you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's not cool anymore. It's it's yeah. Um, but but I I love that she owns it. She's got no problem in saying. Mm-hmm. I drink a lot. I start drinking in the morning. Like I, I, I think if she was arguing back against people that she wasn't drinking too much, I think then I would have a problem. But because yeah. she's just like, yeah, well, I drink a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, and Gertie is good this season. Oh. Oh, I must say, oh, I, there is something about Gertie that's it, it's it's maybe a bit like um, Mary Cosby esque that like mm-hmm. kooky, yeah. kooky vibe. I absolutely love this mm-hmm. in a housewife. And it's also similar to Crystal K from the Real Housewives of Johannesburg, just living in their own mm-hmm. their own world, not aware of what they're saying, their facial expressions, their <laughs> yeah. mannerisms, their 
there is something so beautifully endearing about that sort of persona um, that, yeah, there's something about Gertie for me that I just find absolutely beautiful. Um, yeah, the facial you know, expressions were funny. When Alexia was like, you're scaring yeah. me, you're scaring me. And it's, like, it's just making the weirdest <laughs> fucking faces. Like, I will say it does seem like, like, I, I don't think it's editing, but like when they do the flashback and they're just all talking about something normal and her faces are just like contorting. And I'm like, yeah. I guess it is a little confusing, That's- but it's really funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's hilarious to watch. Mm-hmm. I've noticed it before from her last season, like in the background, at the background scenes when other housewives are talking. She's just like with these really weird facial expressions. Now, don't get me wrong, she's manic as hell. She, <laughs> I can't imagine what it's like working with Gertie. Like it must be a nightmare working under under her. <laughs> but she has such an incredible creative side. Like I, I follow her work page on 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 Instagram and see the okay. stuff that she creates and. Her weddings are beautiful. Like there is a reason why Vogue put her on the list of the best wedding designers. Like mm-hmm. she creates beautiful, beautiful, beautiful uh, uh, wedding wedding events for people. Uh, but yeah, her her sense of humor, her the way she is in confessionals, her style and some of her outfits. I just think she's beautiful. Yeah, like, she, like, she has some good looks. I, I don't know if you remember the green velvet, like gloved outfit mm-hmm. in one of her confessionals, but that is my favorite housewives confessional look out of all time. Like I yeah. think it's just from her eye makeup to the way it reflects from the color of her skin to her dress. It's all just so beautiful. Yeah. Gertie, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully if we get in trouble for this episode or someone comes after us, I mean, those are all like good signs because that means the episode got out there and people are listening. <laughs> Fucking fantastic. Let's talk about Lenny being an abuser again. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that's that's a good I love the way it's produced. I like the cult like the bright colors. It's produced like totally different than I feel like a lot of the other housewives. And have you have you noticed that Miami doesn't do the coming up? Oh yeah, you're right. They don't. don't And we kind of talked about this in the beginning, but like over here, a lot of people are just kind of getting annoyed again with Bravo because like Miami's so good, but you have to pay for Peacock to watch it. And it's like why isn't it on both like they can have it on bravo and then just put it on peacock like so that's frustrating so there's a lot of people that like probably aren't even watching it because you have to buy peacock or like have xfinity cable to watch it and it's just it's ridiculous i've seen that listen we're in 2023 we've got fucking subscriptions coming out of our asses like we do not need a fucking another one you know we all are paying so much different streaming platforms like come on bravo like i don't know i think the bravo fandom is huge the housewives community is massive you can just get a sense of that by looking at BravoCon. the Mm -hmm. the amount of people that went to BravoCon last year in in 2022 and i think it's time that the 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 executives did us good like it's time to reward the fans you know yeah yeah i agree like i think i'd be surprised they didn't make some changes because i feel like people are starting to be like pretty vocal about what bravo used to be what they want what's not working so we'll see um but that's enough i think of the housewife stuff i kind of just for these last few minutes wanted to chat about maybe other shows you watch are you excited about vanderpump rules coming back before Jesse, we move away from Housewives, promise okay, me one thing that you are absolutely going to watch The Real Housewives of Cape Town. Oh, I will. And you're going to watch The Real Housewives of Sydney. Like you yes. have to reward your. Actually, I'm going to self- write it down so I don't forget. Yeah. The Real Housewives of Sydney, you are going to be like, how did I not know that this existed? It is just incredible. Yeah. So many iconic, so many iconic quotes. So, Sydney, Cape Town. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melbourne, I think you've mentioned you already mm-hmm. have seen. 
Um, what other ones are good? Yeah, Cheshire. I mean, Cheshire had some really great okay. early seasons. That's the one from the UK. And then we've also had the Real Housewives of Jersey, which is not New Jersey. It's Jersey in the UK. Oh, but okay. actually, don't bother with that. Okay. Says, no, don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> it is just crazy, though, that like, like again, I need to go on because I have Peacock. I I just spend way too much money on any type of TV platform, but um, I need to see <laughs> what they that? have on there because I'm like, it is like frustrating <laughs> that they have they make all these cool housewife franchises and like only certain countries get access to them. It just the whole TV thing just doesn't make sense to me. I don't so, really understand. So I will it. also so so listen. I I am often the believer that we pay for enough and we shouldn't have to pay for anything else. So I ha- I don't know if I can say this, but I have many streaming websites that I go to to watch everything for free. Okay. Like I I don't pay for, I don't pay for any American TV shows. Like I watch it all online from a streaming website. I just have mm-hmm. an ad blocker. So I will absolutely <laughs> like. Also, I'll send you a link if you like, and then you can yeah. literally as soon as it comes out anywhere in the world, it's on this website. Um, oh yeah. So yeah, I think that's why. So like that's what I like about like my TikTok page is I was able to watch the show like within an hour of it airing in America. Um, mm-hmm. So I could kind of catch the algorithm of people talking about the show. And yeah, yeah. Now I just feel like I'm starting all the way at the beginning. Anyway, other shows. Sorry, I was going back to Housewives. <laughs> no, no, that's good. I have you gave me the reminder because I want to watch them. So they sound funny um, and okay. dramatic from what you said um okay so we'll we'll actually we'll just start here with the family karma do you so you do watch family karma? yes i loved season one my god i i thought Mm -hmm. it was so refreshing i thought it was new these like storylines and i have many many indian friends here in the uk and in south africa so Mm -hmm. i knew this movie alcohol parties fun (laughs) and it gave me exactly that Um, and just a real sense of family and community as well but this season I won't lie I'm struggling there Mm -hmm. is something that's stopping me from really fully investing in the season and I don't know if it's because the first couple of episodes featured so much of the wedding um, and all alcohol for Vichelle um I don't know I do love the show I need to just get back into this new season yeah I I mean I'm liking this new season I think there's a little bit more drama like than they've had before like in terms of like Monica's boyfriend and like oh, yeah, yeah. and right. yeah and then Vishal um like not being married legally because of his drinking which is yeah. like, a whole another thing yeah. yeah but um Anisha was on a podcast and she said like it does start to like I guess in these maybe next few episodes, like things start to like come together a little bit. It seems like okay, the discon- okay, it seems okay. like the disconnect between a lot of the people might be like Vishal. Like I feel like maybe okay. I mean he's kind of annoying on screen anyway right now, but I think like behind the scenes, that's kind of like the tension in the friend group a little bit. So I don't know. We'll see. But I I love okay. it too. I think it's like I love. Yeah, I, I love Anisha. I think Anisha is reality TV gold. Her confessionals yeah. are just so hilarious, and the scenes with her family, her mother, are just so, so funny cute. and endearing to watch. Um, I think last last season she had a scene with her grandfather that I I just thought was so beautiful. Oh and authentic. yeah, um, yeah. Um, but this season, I think because it started out with her being in a rocky place, it mm-hmm. felt like with everyone. I I then felt disconnected. Uh, you know, because I was so into Anisha, it didn't yeah. like start off like Anisha like it, it just felt disconnected in a sense but now that you've saying it's kind of all coming together now I'm definitely I'll binge in the next couple of weeks I'll get caught up yeah she it is it is tough like I like because she was like the face of the show and then to have the show start and just like she like was barely on it for a while and then it was like 
there was kind of an it was just like there wasn't like much of an explanation like obviously she moved but i feel like the viewers could tell there was more so i get it it, it definitely was like different because we barely saw her um but the show i always tell people to watch it so i'm like we need more shows like this like it's funny Absolutely. it's like there is some drama the aunties are amazing like it, it's so unique oh, like i just love it the aunties the aunties <laughs> so my i come from a I come from a big family of aunties my mom has three sisters and my dad has four uh-huh. so aunties for me like they have always <laughs> yeah. been a massive part of my life aunties are like my second mothers yeah. so i very much appreciate it when i see it and i can like i can resonate with it and i mm-hmm. connect to it and i think so invested in season one but i think this is the only show on bravo where where the the parents are the true stars of the show yeah yeah the the start of the show was funny because they were like well it's supposed to be about us but our parents yeah. are just up our asses constantly and they they wouldn't like they basically like, wouldn't like leave the room when they was like filming so then producers <laughs> were like wait these people are kind of funny too like they weren't supposed to be in the show <laughs> So I, I love was, that. I didn't know that. Yeah. I think that's incredible. Yeah, they just like wouldn't like they just wouldn't they're just always there. So like, all right, well they're and they like are providing most of the drama half the time. So it's great. Love it. Love it. Yeah, they yeah. are. Um, I think you mentioned Vanderpump Rules mm-hmm. earlier. Have you seen the new trailer? Yeah, like the really like dramatic, sexy back yeah. trailer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. So when I knew that Vanderpump Rules was coming back, I was like, why? Like mm-hmm. if there's no stuff. If there's no Starcy, I want I none of it. Um, so I was like, I, I couldn't do another season of Sheena either. I was just like, mm-hmm. I'm done with like Sheena and like the baby daddy, all of it. Yeah. Um, and then I saw the trailer and I was like, uh, I can <laughs> I can absolutely get into Vanderpump Rules all over again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's going to be good. I think they're like the the drama with, I think they're kind of getting along now in real time, but like the drama between Katie and Tom is going to be crazy. Like Tom and Raquel, crazy. Then like, James is still there. Raquel, new girlfriend. Like, there's, I think, going to be a lot of shit. Yeah. That Raquel, Raquel on. 2.0. Well, the real Raquel is coming out. I don't know. Is it a new version of Raquel <laughs> yeah. or the real Raquel? I don't know. Um, but yeah, it feels like we're going to see a completely different side of Raquel, which I'm happy for. I'm glad mm-hmm. we get to see something fresh. I I love Katie. I think Katie. I just have always felt like I've always wanted the best for Katie. Sort of like how I love Brandy Glanville. I want the best for her. I want Brandy mm-hmm. Glanville to get. All- houses all the homes all the money all the rings all the jewelry all the tv shows just have it all mm-hmm. like i just want the best for katie and i was just so sad at the fallout like how this divorce happened and like how their relationship was just always kind of going to go this way you know yeah. Um, but yeah excited for the new season seeing what they're all up to like it'll be nice to see lisa again on our screens lisa vanderpump yeah i love lisa vanderpump i i do miss her so it's always nice to see her when we watch I and I do Katie I'm not gonna lie Katie I did not love I guess because I didn't like I just thought she was kind of mean to some of the new people every season but I'm excited to see her yeah I'm excited to see her without Tom and see like that's gonna be an interesting dynamic because half the time she was yelling at everybody it was because of like probably something Tom did like absolutely yes yeah i mean they basically expected her to be like love and light when he had just cheated on her like come on you know <laughs> so it's like I of always course she's th- gonna be angry for a of seasons. <laughs> yeah i always think about that episode where they were like where were they i forget what trip they were on and tom just woke up in a different resort and everyone just ignored it they're like where'd you sleep last yes. night he's like oh i woke up somewhere else and they're like all right <laughs> like i'm like wait where was he yeah. <laughs> yeah and like your girlfriend's like meant to be okay with that like no 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 right Oh my God. He's, 
I have met, well, I haven't met them, but like I went to Tom Tom like a few years, like when it right after oh, the first oh, open. Oh, brilliant. Cool. Yeah. And they were all What's there. Like I just okay. like, got, I just got lucky that like Jax was there having an event. Jax was there, both Toms. And then like all the girls were there too, but they just kind of like walked through and went to like the back. Okay. And okay. um T- Jax was actually really nice. Like he's oh, like, cool. I was like, Oh, can I have a picture? He was like, Oh yeah, like no problem. We I was like, I, I was like, I'm really sorry. Like, I hate asking people for this stuff. And he was like, Oh no, we know this is what we signed up for. This is our job. So he was like oddly really nice. Um okay. Tom Schwartz was way taller in person, very cute. Now like you in person, it's even more like now I know why people are like obsessed with him. Yeah, because he is cute on TV. So yeah, if, if, yeah. if it's even better in real life, there's that like, oh. <laughs> you know, and then, yeah, and then I saw Sheena in the bathroom and she's probably one of the smallest people I've ever seen in my life. But she was also really nice. She just was like talking my ear off like she knew me forever. Um, but I agree. She's kind of like her stories on the show are just always are, like I've had enough. Like So dirty. Yeah, also completely. Like Sheena, if she doesn't come with anything fresh this season, like please come. Yeah. I don't want to hear another song. I don't want to see another picture of you on your wedding day up on your wall. No. Like I just you know, done. <laughs> Are you watching Southern Hospitality at all? The new show? I've watched I've watched the first three episodes mm-hmm. and I would say I'm like 60% into it. Yeah. So I'm not quite like fully there. I think I need to watch a bit more. Um, but I it felt it felt like like the relationships were organic some mm-hmm. of them it felt like a Vanderpump in a sense so mm-hmm. I think that's why I continued watching but just going to South Africa over the Christmas holidays I yeah. just got out of touch with so many of the shows um <laughs> but yes I will keep going into it I will keep watching it um uh, but yeah not quite fully invested but I'm yeah. on my way where are you with it are you into it not into it I really like it. Um, like I can understand. I totally like get what you're saying though. And like, I think a lot of people feel that way and it's not like, I'm like, Oh, this is the greatest show ever, but I'm watching it. Cause I just, I do see the potential because there were those rumors going into the season that like these people were like hired and they n- didn't really know each other. They didn't work there. It's clear. Clearly that was like a fake, like blind item know, because clear that they were. yeah. Cause they're yeah. all friends. So um, I like it. I think because I'm like psycho. I'm like, I have to watch these new shows. I can't be mad at Bravo for no new content and then not watch the new shows. (laughs) Yeah. So I do. I actually, I like it. I think like maybe like two or three seasons in, like, it'll be really good. Like, it's just like the first season, they're just kind of figuring it out and it's still pretty dramatic. So Okay. I, okay. I'm definitely going to, I mean, I was always going to carry on with it. So no, you've pushed me to do it sooner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, what else are you watching? Like, is there anything else you watch? Like, I always say, like, I'm a big TLC person. Like, I watch all the 90 days. Like, so besides Bravo, that's like what I'm into. Like, is there any so fun fact? A fun fact. My cousin was on 90 Days Fiance. <gasps> um, uh, 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 oh, my God. Um, Sinjin. Oh, my God. I completely just forgot. Oh, Sinjin's my God. Name. Sinjin so is your was- cousin? Sinjin oh. is my cousin. He is my uncle's son in South Africa. Yeah. This is, <laughs> oh, is my, my God. Now, I've. Uh, I should, a disclaimer, I've never actually met him because he was uh, my uncle's son from like when he was a teenager and only reconnected in his adulthood. And by then I was living in the UK. So I've never met him. But yes, Sinjin is my blood cousin. Um, But I've, I've never... I've never watched 90 Day Fiance, but I must shamefully admit that I fucking love a thousand LB sisters. <gasps> Me too. It just started back up again. I love that. Yes. Oh my God. I watched the first episode yesterday while yes. I was cooking. 
have you seen have you seen what Tammy looks like now like real life like 2023 yeah, I, I just Fuck. saw it yeah 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 I'm she's happy. lost so yeah. much weight I'm happy yeah. for her I love they're so sweet and cute and I'm just oh. like I just want and them. I love the sisters I yeah. want you know I love the sisters the older sister and the brother oh my god I can't remember his name I don't even know any of the names besides Tammy and who? Oh my god, look um, the names again. Look, see now. I'm yeah, I mean, I watch it all the time, but I can't remember <laughs> any of their names. Um, but the brother, I think, is just so lovely. He mm-hmm. just wants the best for them. Um, so I watched that basketball wise. I loved when I was mm-hmm. when I was out. Um, I love Survivor, all of the franchises: Survivor US, Survivor South Africa, Survivor Australia. Big Brother is, uh, I think, was my intro to reality TV. Yeah. I remember being. I think it was, what was it, the year 2000 when it first mm-hmm. came out in the UK. Um, and I remember watching it with my mother. And I think since that moment, I was like into reality TV. Um, yeah. So yeah, those are, those are most of the shows that I watch. I'm Married at First Sight Australia. Mm, it's just incredible. Like it blows the American one out of the I'll water. I'll have to watch that like, one. There's like affairs between brides and other grooms. And, Ooh. Grooms and, and it's just so incredible um yeah i would say those are that's those are probably yeah housewives survivors big brothers most reality tv just not 90 day fiancés yeah i don't want you're in the weird weird should i I take the dive i mean it's i think it's worth it it's just like the good thing about it is that like if you just start on like a 90 day fiance, like the classic one you can pretty much start on any season the problem is is that they have like 90 day fiance happily ever after which like are couples from 90 day fiance afterwards uh, and then they have I 90 day fiance before the 90 days which that one is like usually pretty good because that means that's usually when the american goes over to the country that the other person lives in and they make sure everything's like gucci before they come over and start uh, the 90 days okay yes yes okay so there's a lot of different avenues <laughs> Okay. Have you seen the new show? It's on Hey You. I actually don't know what the main channel is, but it's it's called Love Without Borders. Um, I haven't watched that one but yet, I, but I've heard of it. But I've seen, yeah, on, on Amazon, it had a different name. And I was like, yeah, I was just very confused by it. But it's so good because they match someone with someone in a different country. And then one mm-hmm. person flies to that country and lives with them for three months until the oh. visa runs out. And it's just, it's, I'm so fucking invested in these couples. I can't tell you. Like if yeah. they break up, I will be, I will be very disheartened. <laughs> I'll have to watch that one. I know. Like it's, I've gotten a lot of people hooked on 90 day, but they just, they put okay. out so much content <laughs> that it's like, I understand it's a, it's an undertaking on sure. <laughs> okay. I, I am going to, so I could just jump in and watch like a season from last season, a regular 90 day fiance. Yeah. And yep, go from there. Because those are typically... Okay like I don't think there's no typically like all new couples like maybe once in a while those be like a repeat but they always like even if there's a repeat they always like talk about like how they got there and like what's going on uh, okay okay and flashbacks I'm sure um, yeah do you watch uh, do you watch below deck so I don't anymore this is how like psychotic I am so I used to below deck was like my favorite show and then I got really annoyed this season Kate left and the same as the yeah, season Hannah left weird. And like, I don't yeah, think many I, people did. yeah. And it's like, that's fine. But it's like the way Hannah and Kate were treated is what really pissed me off. And then I don't know why, like, Agreed. I can't watch Captain Sandy. I just can't watch her anymore. So I wouldn't watch that one. Um, So I, but I do like okay. the show. I just can't watch 
so many people agree with you about all those three things that you said about uh-huh. like they stopped when Kate left the show and then stopped when Hannah left the show and that they cannot stand Captain Sandy. Like, yeah. So many people agree with those three statements. Like I know it from my Twitter comments. Like yeah. I know it. And yeah, you know, when I when I did my unknown facts video um about below deck, it did I, I think it had like a million views within the first two weeks. It well, it's like their so top well watch show, I think, right? Like below yeah, deck. Yeah, and people yeah. just had no idea on how it was filmed. So there was Mm-hmm. so interested in the intricacies of how it's filmed um and then I did a follow-up video to that and I spoke about how the disdain that I have for um what's that awful woman's name Malia yeah Malia. who basically did, she did what she did to Hannah and yeah. she still commented on my video and she was like under maritime law and I was like oh my oh, fucking god my god <laughs> said, under maritime law so many times on the show you're now coming to my page to say it uh, but then what I what I yeah, and then what I really liked, do you, do you remember Hazaya? He was with Kate. Yes, and I loved in him. So he commented under my Unknown Facts video, and he was like, I've seen a lot of these type of videos, but this guy is by far the best. And I was like, that's Bunnies. so nice for him to yeah. that on my page. Um, and then he followed me, but now my page is gone, so he doesn't follow me anymore. <laughs> Another follow gone. <laughs> so fucking sad, honestly. Every time I sign into that account and they're like, your account, your appeal is still under review. Oh my god! We'll criticize well, you in the app on the outcome, and I'm just like, it's been almost four weeks. Like, ugh. well, hopefully, at least it's still under review. I'm, ho- I'm hoping, I'm manifesting that you get this account back because I think, honestly, well- like what I have said to these guys over emails and in their feedback forms, because I know it is. I must tell you, Jesse, I have not engaged with one real person mm-hmm. in the last four. Weeks. It is all automated replies like yeah. I said to you earlier in my email yesterday the day before I ended it by saying you're dumb and the reply was if you feel like you've been unfairly banned sign into the app and click on the three and I was like but I can't do that because I've right. already submitted it I'm just yeah, asking like for update it's so frustrating um that there's oh. and you know tiktok has the power to be such an incredible platform mm-hmm. there are so many amazing creators out there who have spent a lot of time building their communities and it just gets taken away like you know in the couple of months leading up to december i saw all over reddit people having their accounts just <clears throat> suddenly banned for no reason and i was like oh my god that must suck that's awful yeah and then, and then I wake up one day and I open the app and it's like you've been banned and I was just like so is- now like you know daily I get comments under my new page and and it's someone like oh I found you again I wonder where you went and it'll be a username that I recognize and it's just so like it's so heartwarming to know that this mm-hmm. was like a community of people that I had built and they were like looking for my videos and to engage and chat about the content. Um, so yeah, it's very sad that it's gone. You know what? I, 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 I built it like I did in seven months. I can do it again. Yeah, you definitely can. Like I said, I'm still holding out though, that it will come back, but you can, you can build it up again. I'm going to be, we'll be sharing. I'll, I'll just like repost every video and be like, remember him? <laughs> I'm sure we're in the same <laughs> algorithm. So maybe people will find you that again. Thank you. That's very kind of you. But yes, I, there is a lot of people I missed. Like I was thinking about Johnny in Texas the other day. And I, the only reason why I know that is because his username was like Johnny for Texas. Yeah. So it's like, he was a serial commenter. He would comment on like a lot of my content mm-hmm. and he's just gone. Like, you know, if he searches my username, I'm gone. Like I can't, I don't remember his username in full. So it's like yeah. these people that I spent months chatting to and hearing their opinion and then telling me what they thought of my opinion like they're just gone and I feel 
So sad. <laughs> I wonder, like, I don't know why, like TikTok's like a big company. Like they hire people constantly. Like you think they'd have someone dealing with appeals, like, because this Honestly, is people's jobs yeah. a lot of time. Like if people are making a lot of money off the creator funds and then like their account gets taken away, like they need someone like working, like an actual person or people working that. Absolutely. It's yeah. And it's even those, those, those people who, who, who their, their livelihood is formed on their money that they get mm-hmm. from the TikTok creator fund. Once that account is banned, you're it's done. It's, right. you know, unless you win your appeal back, that's that money stream is gone. And the fact that there's no, like no one to speak to, it's just really infuriating. Um, yeah. So again, if we have anyone who works at TikTok <laughs> listening to this podcast episode, can you please unban me? It's, yeah. it's Chronicles of Bravo. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well Terrence this was really fun I really enjoyed talking so with you I appreciate you I know it's nighttime over there so I appreciate you taking time <laughs> after like a work week so that's always nice um we said no, it a hundred like... oh sorry no I was gonna say we uh we said it a hundred times but I was just gonna tell you to shout out your accounts again but I also go on I don't know what you were gonna say I don't want to interrupt you uh, I was just going to say thank you for having me. Like, this is the second time I've been on a podcast. First time was with Caitlin on Bessie's by mm-hmm. Bravo. This time with you. And I've just had such a blast. It's so fun to speak to people who are so invested in the Bravo and Housewives community and fandom that uh, just thank you so much for inviting me. It's been an absolute, absolute joy. Uh, so my new TikTok page <laughs> is Bravo Chronicles. <laughs> so that is Bravo Chronicles. And then my Instagram and my YouTube is just Chronicles of Bravo. It's just what my old um, TikTok account was so that's where you can find me come engage come join the conversation <laughs> yeah help Perfect. the algorithm push out further <laughs> yeah we're, we're getting your account set up but we'll definitely have you back on this was fun and um Yay. yeah thank you my pleasure